Today's scripture is Romans 12, 1 through 8. You can find this on page 161 in the New Testament of your Pew Bible, or you can find it on the front of your bulletin. This scripture concerns the new life in Christ. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we, who are many, are one body in Christ. And individually, we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith. Ministry in ministering. The teacher in teaching. The exhorter in exhortation. The giver in generosity. The leader in in, in diligence. The compassionate in cheerfulness. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Hang on a sec. I've got to change things up. Every week we get the same old people doing the same old things. I'm tired of it. I mean, worst thing can happen to me, sissy, to tell you if I get bored, look out. There's no telling what's going to happen. But it just suddenly hit me we need to change things up around here. So, L. Instead of being our choir master, well, you're going to be helping people to prepare charge conference forms. So please, if you will, go stand at the back. Thank you. So as people leave, you can remind our leaders charge conference forms are due in the office by September 13th. Thank you. Now we need a new choir master. How you doing today, Dave? Come on. Come on. Get up. I need you. Come with me. Yes, sir. Now. Come on. I won't start without you, I promise. All you need to do is stand right here. You don't even need to go up the steps. But uh, you're now the new choir master. I do not want you to abuse your authority. Okay. Well, I'll dismiss. 
Hold it. <laughs> Is that it? I never should have done this. <laughs> Phil has this choir so well trained, you could abuse your watch. Choir? See? You have all this power. Oh. <laughs> but if you do that too many times, it's exercise for them. Yeah. And, and they won't like it. Okay. But just hang out there. You're doing fine. But don't abuse that power. Can't have that happen. Well, let's see. I had some other ideas I wrote down. Okay. Audrey. Oh, wait, you're putting together my evaluation, aren't you? <laughs> you stay right where you are. <laughs> but Diane, come, come here. Come here, please. Please. Run, just because we want to see you run. There you go, look at that. That's excellent. That's excellent. Come on. All the way up. Because... People preach from right here. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and you're going to be preaching. So have a seat. Okay. Have a seat. I recommend you be thinking. You can have a seat, too, if you'd like, Dave. Because they'll listen to you whether you're standing or sitting. Okay. I, seriously, the quickest prep time I had for a full sermon was three minutes. I had three minutes to get ready. So you've got a few more than that, so be thinking hard. Mike Sturkey will be the acolyte because Nora keeps telling me that he needs practice. Hope will be giving today's benediction because she loves being up front. Um, don't worry, choir. I know it helps for you to have music, so I'll be playing the piano. <laughs> and Dallas will be cooking a fellowship meal for us all to enjoy after worship. Karen, you have some computer skills, don't you? You know how to make those things work and do more than just turn them on and, and use them as a word processor, right? Excellent. You probably won't need those skills. <laughs> Since you will be helping the trustees with their next plumbing issue. How good are you with a backhoe? Okay, don't worry. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. I've got confidence. No delegating allowed. And no wearing white after Labor Day. <laughs> Let's see. Sissy. Oh, no, I'm not foolish enough to go there. <laughs> Anybody want to uh, be a lay servant? Sure. Oh, we got lots of opportunity. You are one almost. Are you one? Are you certified yet? But you're working on it. We need more, more people to get certified to do that. Um, let's see. Oh, Betty. I can't pick on Dave and not pick on you. You're going to be... 
You're going to be planning our trunk or treat trick or event, trunk or treat event this year, just to give you something to do. We don't want you getting bored either. Uh, no. <laughs> as long as you got it planned, it'll be all right. Judy and Rick. You will be running video and audio for the rest of the service. So if, even if you don't know much about it, don't worry about it. Just go up there and turn some buttons and push. You know, turn the knobs, push the buttons. They won't mind a bit. Yeah, go with him. Stephen, Stephen don't let him anywhere near that system. <laughs> Um, Susan Jernigan, we're going to take up another offering, and I know how much you love our offering plates. <laughs> so you're going to be in charge of that one? Have y'all ever noticed, she and I have fun because it turns into a tug of war. And, and so I've been having fun with that. How about you? Okay, good. Well, now. One more. You don't have anything to do, so you can serve tea and coffee and water. We're going to break all the rules because it's hot outside. We have to keep all these people hydrated. So go and act like you're pushing a cart of drinks up and down. Now, this to me is really exciting. Oh, wait, I went the wrong way. Piano's over here. Yeah. You thought I was kidding. No, no, no. Phil, Phil would, would not appreciate that. Um, this is exciting. We're ready whenever you are, Diane. Thank you. Well, at least I have different people in different seats for the sermon. That'll work. If I have any skills as a pastor, it's because God has been training me for decades. I think back, there's no way I'd be here without the help of hundreds, if not thousands, of people, everyone who's touched my life in any way, some significantly, some so small in such small ways, but even those can become so significant at some point. Dallas might want you to think that he sat down at an organ and plays it like he and played it like he plays today. He didn't. That's a result of a lot of hard, hard work. Phil actually went to school to learn how to wave his arms. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah, y'all try to stay up there. He picks a seven-minute long. You hold your arms up for seven minutes, see what happens. He's not just flapping his wings to keep 
chicken lady happy. If you are an encourager, God has brought you to that place of grace. God has gifted us so we might be a blessing to this sacred body and to others beyond our walls. Our gifts aren't even for us to benefit from, they're for others to benefit. If you are a teacher, my thought is always, my God, what were they thinking? To willingly, voluntarily lock themselves in a room with how many kids, students of any age, that is courage beyond King David. But the Word of God says if you are a teacher, thank God and teach well. If you are generous, thank God for what you have and show your zeal for giving. If you have a gift as a leader, thank God for that gift and take that responsibility seriously. That is so important. You all know how I lead a church. If you are made the chair of a committee, I expect you to accept the work of leadership. Because if I have to show up at every meeting, if I have to take the leadership role at every meeting, one of us is redundant. And it's not going to be me. The call is on you. Just as much as it's on me. To use your gifts. Your God-given gifts. To lead, to teach, to prophesy, to do whatever. Take that seriously and take it joyfully. You know, if you haven't guessed from this morning's sermon, I find great joy in my faith, in God's people. You are a gift to me. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with you, but I do love you and consider you a tremendous gift to me. If you've been gifted as a person of praise, then praise God in any way you can. You, all of us, have been gifted for God's glory. If you are blessed with a servant's heart, then every act of service you perform should glorify God. Whatever your gift, your every act should glorify God in using it. After 50 years of preaching, a pastor had this say. Why do you suppose that there are close to 100 million church members in America, yet they are not making more of a moral or spiritual impact. 
Why is it that 50% of the number of any church membership role can be expected to attend? Why is it that on Sunday mornings, thousands of churches have more empty pews than full? If Christians really believe in a real heaven and a real hell, how can we be so silent? The answer to all these questions is tragically 